gardening on the Pat Kenny Show with the Husqvarna Automower. Keep your lawn looking pristine from the comfort of your own home. See Husqvarna.ie. Well, with a yellow weather warning for the whole country and an orange weather warning for some, we're joined by Porrick Horkin, he of the Horkin Garden Centre family, to talk about the jobs to do in the garden today. Uh, how is it in the West, Porrick? It's quite wet, Pat. It's quite miserable. A lot of wind and a lot of wet weather. So, um, yeah, it's it's really a day for indoor gardening, I think, Pat. And maybe reading up on what you might do. Um, if I said to you, uh, Parthenocissus tricuspidata, what would well you say done. to me? Well done. I, a great attempt. So, Parthenocissus tricuspidata, this is a plant more commonly known as Boston ivy. And it's at this time of year that Boston ivy is at its very best because it's green in spring and summer and it turns a beautiful shade of orange and red. It's got that beautiful scarlet colour right through the late autumn and early winter period. So as light levels start to reduce passion, as the temperatures start to cool, the green pigment starts to to disappear and you get that beautiful red colour from Boston Ivy. Of course, it comes to us from places like China and Japan, but it loves the Irish climate. And it gets its name, Boston Ivy, because it's grown in many of the universities, particularly around the Boston area, hence the name Ivy League, the universities that compete uh, in, in sport. Now, it grows fairly rapidly, so if you've got a big area to cover... Oh, we are losing Porrick there. We'll uh, try and restore our connection or maybe get him on the telephone uh, because it's uh, it sounded like a digital problem. Are we back, Porrick? We are. Yeah. We are indeed, Pat. So, so, so Partenosis is Trichospidata. The common name is Boston Ivy. This is the time of year to plant it in your garden, of course, on a, the next couple of dry days we get or any time during November, early December. And it makes a fantastic wall foliage plant as I mentioned, it self-clings, it'll actually root to the wall itself, and it'll cover quite a large building in a short number of years. So this is a really good time, particularly as once the weather dries up and the soil conditions dry up for planting climbers in general, not just Boston Ivy. Now, some of the questions coming in about bulbs, and I know you want to talk about outdoor bulbs, but this one, what bulbs can I plant now to grow indoors in my home? Something with scent would be lovely. And also, what bulbs are suitable for growing on a small outdoor balcony? That's from Mary. Okay. And what a great week, uh, particularly with the children off midterm, to plant up some bulbs. In, indoor bulbs are interesting. They are interesting. They are bulbs like amaryllis. When you buy the bulb, it's about the size of a small turnip pot. You simply pot it up into a pot, add water, put it on your windowsill indoors, and within about eight weeks, eight to nine weeks, it will come into flower. So if you want something for Christmas, the amaryllis and they come in a whole range of different colours, they're absolutely beautiful and so easy to grow and produce huge flowers, four flowers per stem. You could also plant the paper whites. Okay, this digital problem seems to be persisting, but we'll we'll give Porik a few seconds. Hello, Porik. Yes, Hi, Pat, I can hear you. Yeah, it's still struggling to make the connection. Anyway, carry on. We, we got you so far. 
So the scented hyacinths in particular, they're absolutely beautiful and, and always associated with Christmas. So they will give you scent and colour at this time of year. And then for outdoor, all the popular bulbs can be planted now. The dwarf tulips like Red Riding Hood or Pinocchio are beautiful. The short daffodils like Tate to Date and February Gold are really good. And plants like bulbs like alliums that flower later on in the season in April and May can be planted mm. at this time of year. So a great week to plant up garden bulbs both yeah, indoors and, and out of doors. And the soil will be soft enough after all the rain for your digging. Now, um, this one, I have a holly tree that's full of berries and I love it. Is it okay to take cuttings out of it for Christmas and is there a correct way to do this? Also, how tall will it grow? Can I at some stage trim off the top or will that cause harm? No, it won't do any harm. And holly, actually, I have a beautiful holly hedge myself in the garden, which is about eight feet tall. I give it a trim once a year and it's absolutely gorgeous. It's a variety called Golden King, which produces beautiful red berries. But holly is relatively slow growing. Generally, a light bit of trimming is all that's required. And if you want to cut holly for Christmas, leave it as late as possible, because if you cut it too early, the leaves and the berries would just fall off the plant. So if you want to protect the berries, put a little bit of fine bird netting on it now and leave the trimming of holly as close to Christmas as possible. I have a Clematis winter beauty which is not doing well in a pot. I need to replant it. Should I leave it till next year? No, no. Plant it out of doors. Winter beauty is a beautiful winter flowering variety. It comes into flower just before Christmas and it's got these beautiful nodding white flowers. It's a really, really pretty variety. It's also an evergreen variety of clematis so it retains its leaf but like the boston ivy uh, winter beauty is a very very vigorous climber so it needs to be out in the garden soil so transplant it now uh, give it a little bit of support and it'll take off next spring now a warning from one of our listeners frank about boston ivy it's hard work when established it covers windows roofs etc it does need constant cutting back but it's worth the trouble says frank it is, and, and Frank is quite right because it's quite vigorous. I only recommend it really for large buildings, Pat, large houses, maybe large garage areas because it is quite vigorous, but you can keep it trimmed and keep it neat. Now, uh, does Bory think it's a good idea for us to cover two wildflower beds we have in our housing estate with cardboard to kill off the excessive grass which has taken over and replant them then in the springtime with wildflowers? Any advice would be much appreciated, says Mary Claire. Yeah, Mary Claire, great idea. So what I would do is cut the grass quite tightly. So take out the lawnmower strimmer, cut it down to within half an inch of the, the soil surface and then put down some cardboard or indeed you could put down some fine bark and that'll help to suppress the light from the grass and it will die away. And then you can plant that area quite safely as we come into late March and April of next year. You could also um, maybe pot up some bulbs at this time of year for planting in that area in the springtime as well. I have red algae growth on my garage and my house walls. Does Porik have any solution to get rid of this? It's very unsightly, says Bernard. It sure is. Um, so red algae, like any algae, will grow particularly on north-facing aspects. And you'd often see it on houses past that, that yellow or that red staining, I should say, right down along the building. You can use a treatment called Pro-Pack, which is a liquid. You apply it through a spray machine onto the wall and that will kill the red algae or green algae within about six or seven days. You need a dry, calm day, obviously, okay. to apply it but it can be applied over the autumn and winter period. Another holly question from Hannah and Galway. I have a holly tree in my garden. It has never had those lovely red berries. Is there a reason why? It's a very healthy tree, but constantly in the shade. It's not having any fun, Pat, because 
Hollies are dioecious, which means that they have both either male or female flowers on the plant. So you need a male and female to get the berries. And the female is obviously the variety that produces the berries. Hollies come into flower in May and you can distinguish whether you have a male or female plant by simply looking at the flower under a magnifying glass. So the male flower will have stamens, the little yellow stamens, and the female varieties have an ovary, so like green bump in the centre of the flower. Now, there are varieties that are self-fertile. So if, um, if, if the listener wants to get a variety called Alaska, You'll have, fruit, you'll have berries on the one plant or another variety called J.C. Van Tall, Ilex J.C. Mm-hmm. Van Tall. Both of those are self-fertile. But in general, you need male, yeah, male, male and female. female. All right. Yes. A couple of quick ones to finish. Our neighbour cut down their ivy and now privacy is gone. What can I plant that would grow quickly to outgrow a five-foot wall? Oh, well, we mentioned the, the Boston ivy will certainly uh, grow quite fast. You could put in maybe uh, an instant hedge. I talked about these last week, you know, so you can get a Portuguese laurel or something like um, Grisolinia as a five and six foot plant instantly that can be planted and you have a, a hedge as it were, overnight. So maybe something like that, mm. or some of the more vigorous climbers, the Clematis Winter Beauty would be a good choice as well. And the last one, planted some grass last year. The seeds must have blown into the flower bed. It's a mess. Do I just have to dig it all up, says Paul. You do, unfortunately, Paul, or get out the garden hoe. Um, yeah, I mean, grass will produce seed, of course it will, and that will spread into flower beds and borders. So it's a matter of just digging over the soil again and removing that grass. All right, Porek, thank you very much uh, for joining us from uh, uh, a wet west of Ireland. Gardening on the Pat Kenny Show. With the Husqvarna Automower. Keep your lawn looking pristine from the comfort of your own home. See husqvarna.ie. 